This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Stu, smell my armpits. Uh, no, thank you. No, no, seriously, smell my armpits. They well, smell take a pass wonderful. On that. No, seriously, they smell wonderful. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. <sighs> you're not a real friend. No. You know, you're not, you're not adding anything. I'm trying to sell product here, sweat block. Sweat block sells itself. Yeah. Smell my armpits. No, Come on. I'm do take do one for the show. No, I don't like the show that much. All right. Well, there you go. What are you afraid that it's going to smell? No, I just don't want to get doesn't. that close to you. This is the kind of unprofessional attitude <laughs> I deal with every day. While I'm out here sweating, working hard. Well, not sweating. Working hard. Well, not working. Trying to tell you about sweatblock.com. Go to sweatblock.com. They have th- this is game changing. It really is. Um, invented by, I love this, invented by a professor at Harvard who was a scientist and he's got sweat tacos and he's like, come on, man, I'm a scientist. I've got to be able to figure out a way. And so he came up with these wipes. You wipe them on your underarms uh, or anywhere, really, uh, once a week. You don't sweat. You don't need deodorant. Nothing. It's amazing. Sweatblock. Turn the faucets off. Sweatblock.com. Use the promo code Beck and save. Sweatblock.com. Look for the wipes. Welcome to Good Friday, Easter, and Passover week. Uh, it is a week of miracles. Today, we have part two of my interview uh, with Jonathan Kahn. I just ran out of time yesterday, so I invited him back today. The return of the gods, it's unbelievable. Uh, when you hear this, everything will begin to make sense. You know, it's kind of like the... Remember how when I was always going on and on about Woodrow Wilson, you're like, what? And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, that's why we're going through what we're going through. Yeah. First phase, Woodrow Wilson. Second phase, Satan. Okay. When you understand the ancient gods and the rituals that were involved, we're doing them all right now as a nation. We just don't know it. So we're going to go into some of that and our fast. If you have joined us, thank you. Fasting and praying for the country today and uh, humbling ourselves and saying, help, help us, help us. Uh, and trying to shake off some of this uh, evil that we have going on. Great day to join us. Lots on tap. We're going to talk about the economy in just a few minutes. Uh, we, we also have a great podcast. I'll tell you about Perfect for the Weekend. 
We're going to start in 60 seconds. Cynthia wrote in about her experience with Relief Factory. She says, last night I was able to sleep through the night without waking up from pain and cramping from my right hip and leg. It's uh, almost the end of my second week of taking Relief Factor, and it is the first time I have genuinely felt hopeful that my life could go back to normal. Thank you. Cynthia, my gosh, it almost makes me want to cry. I know that moment that I had where I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I may not have to live the rest of my life this way. It is so great. Please try it like Cynthia and I have done. It may not work for you. It doesn't work for 30% of the people. 70% go on and order month after month because it works for them. It's relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com or call 800 the number 4 relief. 800 the number 4 relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. Hello Stu, how are you? Glenn, happy good oh, Friday. Thank you very much. You fasting? I have not had anything to eat. No, it's not the same as fasting. It's not. No. It's a diet or just well, I, I, I thought to myself, usually I like have a little bite maybe during the show. And I was like, I, I think maybe I'll skip that today. Wow. You do that for America? I, you know, I mean, it's not a great place, but it's okay. You <laughs> you'd know? go that far. You'd skip a snack. Well, you'd consider I consi- snipping. Yeah, I didn't say I committed sn- yeah. to it. I, got it. I said I would consider it. I got it. I, I haven't it. had, I mean, I, if I can make it to the end of the show, does that count? No, not really. Wait, can I get a couple of states? Like, I know you're doing the whole day for America. What about, like, I get, like, Texas and, like, I don't know, Florida. For, for a, But I get through the whole show. For, like, a two-hour, Yeah, like hour a three-hour fast, fast gets me, buys me a couple of states. Delaware. <laughs> Just Delaware? Just Delaware. I don't think that's going to work on Delaware. No, I, well. I mean, God works miracles, but, man, I, have you ever been there? <laughs> yeah, driven through it. It takes about 10 minutes. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, it's beautiful, beautiful, especially this time of Way too much Biden year. influence on that state going back multiple yeah. decades. It's just a lot to take yeah. there. I think I would need the whole day to get to that state. Hey, can I ask you a question? Do you drink beer? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Yeah. It, bud? I mean, honestly, like, I'm not a beer connoisseur. Like, yeah. I have friends who are like, they you just brew drink their own it. beer. Like, yeah, and you're just like six pack. Just I just like want to get yeah. loaded. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be honest about it, that is why I drink beer. I don't drink beer oh. because I love the taste. I love when I have a you couple. Know when I, I, uh, being an alcoholic, mm-hmm. you know when I want a beer? With pizza? All, well, no. All times? <laughs> no, I go for hard hard liquor. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I want a beer with pizza. Okay. And for some reason, I'm working outside, mowing the lawn, something else, and you just like, I want an ice cold beer. Mm. So, I, and I think I've earned it. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm you know, 25 years into, into. It's basically uh, fast. What you're talking about is an alcohol fast. For 25, for 25 years, years. Certainly you deserve certainly. one cold yeah. beer <laughs> on a hot afternoon. Right, right. So I guess Bud Light's being pulled from the shelves all over the country. I wonder how, you see, these things always fascinate me because I'm just not a believer that boycotts really do much of anything. I mean, I, we, I, I mean, the, well, I have a theory on this, but go ahead. Yeah, but let me, uh, yeah, yeah, let me go ahead. This. So yeah, was, blab for a while. I was talking to a friend today about the Mandalorian, which is yeah. out, right? Yeah. And the Mandalorian is a Star Wars series. Yes. Which formerly starred Gina Carano in uh-huh. by far the, as by far the best character on the show. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, like the Mandalorian, I think 
isn't really good. I think it's like related to Star Wars, so therefore we accept it, or at least did. I actually like it. I don't think it's that good, actually. Yeah, okay. But I could, you know, and I like Star Wars. I'm a Star Wars right. fan, but I, I just don't think it's very good. I, okay. I wasn't right. incredibly I interested in anyway. And then they blew out Gina Carano, and I was like, why am I watching this? I'm like, I'm right. forcing myself through it anyway. Why am I bothering? And when that happened, there was a lot of justified and unified opposition to Disney's decision on that, right? Yeah. Like they really did. People really did step up. They canceled Disney plus. They did a lot of things uh, to push back against that. They don't care at all. I mean, no, they, they, care. they care at all. They, no. That did nothing to them. They don't, they don't care how many people canceled their, their subscriptions because they, they care more about, I don't know, putting transgendered people, you know, on, you know, on, well, on I think in shows. I think with the case with Bud, this is a case of ESG, totally. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Walt Disney, uh, Walt Disney Company. They are, I mean, they're Ide- all an ideological, ideological company. company right? Absolutely, they're a left-wing ideological yes. company at this point. Budweiser, not really. Come right? on, they just want to give sell beers. Usually. They just want to sell beer, but they can get away with this because if you look at all of the beers that they, you know, you're going, I'm not gonna buy a Bud. So I'm going to buy this one. That looks kind of good. Budweiser probably owns it. Probably owns it, yeah. That's the problem with monopolies. We've let these companies get a monopoly. Budweiser is not a monopoly. There's thousands and thousands of brewers you can go to other places. However, you look at, uh, I don't even know who owns Kraft. Is Kraft the the owner of all of everything else or is... Craft just one of many that you know. It's like yeah. uh, it's hard to tell. It is. It's hard to tell. There are there are there are like eight companies out there that really pretty much control all the food, and they don't care. I was like, oh yeah, you're gonna give up cocoa puffs, huh? Mm. Yeah, you can make those decisions for yourself, correct? And you can solve things for yourself. A lot of times, I think we lose sight of that being important. That's why, uh, honestly, yeah. I, I want to boycott Coke. Then it leaves me with nothing to drink that I like. Okay, nothing, nothing. I mean, I I went to water. I went to that Mexican bubbly water. What the hell is that stuff? Oh, Tobo Chico. Yeah, Tobo Chico, owned by Coca Cola. <laughs> I mean, this is like forget it. I didn't forget even know that. It. That's funny. Yeah. So, you know, Glenn, I was, I was, I wanted to encourage you on this because I know you've been tossing and turning about this for a mm-hmm. while. What if you consider stop no um, liquid at all for like let's say three or four weeks? You should just do it. Wow. You, even, even water. Yeah. You no think water. that's healthy? Yeah. I, I think, okay. I think it, look, I think it's more important for this country right. for you to take a stand yeah, and have okay. no, no, no liquids, water. no hydration whatsoever. Should I make for, it into a big statement or just do it? I think, first of all, you should just do it. <laughs> Second of all, it's going to tempt you. So what if we just drop you off in the middle of a desert somewhere where you there's no way for you to get any I don't like liquids. the heat and I've got bad skin cancer problems. You know what? I wouldn't worry about it. Really? After this one. Okay. Okay. Wouldn't worry. In oh, fact, you, it's like a cure. It's it's got to take your mind off of it. <laughs> right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. Uh, by the way, uh, the uh, Dylan Mulvaney thing. I'm sorry. It just bothers me that his name has vein in it for some reason. But uh, the Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, I don't know if that was what completely necessary. But yeah. So go ahead. I mean, he's vain. He's always looking at himself like, look oh, at me. Look at me. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. exactly what you meant. So. Uh, so, you know, he's he's doing ads now for Budweiser uh, as a woman and also uh, Nike sports bras. 
we've talked about this yesterday, and I was thinking about it. You know, it's not that I have a problem with him doing ads, you know, but the Nike sports bra, really? It's just insulting to women. It's insulting to women. And I think there is a better. In fact, I've, I've made the ad. Can we bring that up? <laughs> um, there he is. Uh, I think he'd be a great spokesperson for Banana Republic. <laughs> and uh, I'm tweeting that out this morning. I just you have you've had a series of these, and mm. each one a tad more disturbing than the last. Just because the Why first you... one I saw, it just it had the Nike logo and a, a wonderful mm-hmm. picture of Dylan Mulvaney in a sports mm-hmm. bra, and then it said "Just Dude It," which was better than "Just Tuck It." Well, I don't know. Right? You know, they were both very disturbing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but this, I, you know, I wanted to be positive. I don't want to, I don't want to tear somebody down. I think, you know what? You've got the wrong brand. It's not Nike. It's Banana Republic. I, this is, this is a really, you really kind of have to see the ad. Yeah. No, I think, and you have the logo placed in a very interesting spot. What are you talking about? I, I think what I, what I would have. Oh, that's the Nike swoosh. It doesn't really work oh, with the Banana Republic. God, it doesn't work with the Banana I just thought it was part. Of, anyway, go ahead. What? It is a really strange moment, is it not? Because you're right. The, the Bud Light thing, we didn't really finish the ESG thought there. But like, they do this. The only thing really you can come up with is they're doing this to be able to say to the ESG people, come on, we're the people that did the Dylan Mulvaney thing. You're going to get mad at us because we use so many aluminum cans? Come on. We did the Dylan Mulvaney thing. Come on. You got to be with us on ESG scores. Correct. Come on. This is, this, is, this is proof positive. They don't care about you. Capitalism only works when the people are considered. You know, capitalism, when it's good, is, I think, the best charity vehicle ever. You want to raise money for charities? Find a great product that changes people's lives. Make that and donate to charity. You'll raise more money than you could possibly ever do by going with your hat in your hand. Um, So capitalism is at its best when its core is what does society need? Mm -hmm. What does society need? What, What could I do that I could sell people that will make their lives easier and better? Okay, that's how the world changed. That's how that's why we're sitting here with all of these great things in our lives. And we're all now, I don't know. I mean, I'm so oppressed. Shut up. Look at your life. Even the poorest among us. Look at the opportunities that you have. Okay, you have the greatest library ever on your phone. Never thought of before. And that's because some capitalists went, I wonder how we could do that. And so they, they did it. They're just the phone itself change, changes the world. Incredible. Okay? It's incredible. What's happening now is companies like uh, Bud, companies like Disney, they don't care about the customer. Disney doesn't care because they think they have the market cornered. They're Disney. Disney, ABC, they got everything. Marvel, you want to go see a movie? Good, we got you. Okay, so they think that they have this monopoly, and they do. I mean, it's not, you're right, it's not a monopoly, but it's so powerful and big, and they have convinced all of our children that, what do you you mean? What do you mean I'm not going to be a princess? Okay, so you're like, okay, we'll go to Disney. They don't care because they have the corner 
on the market. Bud doesn't care because you don't matter. You don't matter. What matters is the banks, the insurance companies, the government. They've got to have an ESG score so they'll get product placement, so they'll be able to sell, so they're not going to be. Did you see the, um, uh, I read it, I think, last week. I don't know if you were here. Uh, But there was a letter that went out to all of the insurance companies. And it was an ESG letter. And it went out to all the insurance companies from all of these NGOs, okay? All the Save the Planet, the Sierra Club, all of them. Mm -hmm. And it said, we want a report on what you're doing to make sure you're not doing business with these kinds of corporations. You've got to cancel their insurance now. And the last paragraph is, or we will report you. To all of the organizations, the banks, we will report you to uh, the federal government and its agencies. I mean, it was it was a terroristic threat. Yeah, I, you know, it's a good reminder that your book is coming out here relatively soon. That covers <laughs> yeah. a lot of this. Um, I, you know, you look at this stuff, and I think maybe the most disturbing part is not even that Dylan Mulvaney is pretending to be a woman. It's, it's that he ins- does it really badly. It's <laughs> insulting. It's, it's like it's insulting. It's like a really bad local theater actor trying to portray a woman, what he believes a woman would be like, and it's like this weird caricature of of a woman. Uh, I, I, I can't believe s- people are. You ever see the movie The Birdcage? Ever see the movie Birdcage? Yeah, Robin Williams. Robin Williams, yeah. great movie, mm-hmm. right? Robin Williams and uh, oh shoot, others, the, uh, the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Nathan, Nathan Lane. Lane. That's right. Uh, and uh, and in it, Nathan Lane, it plays, you know, a, a drag artist. OK. Right. And he's sitting on the couch. I just watched it just the other day. He's sitting on the couch in his room and he's, you know, having a hissy fit. And uh, he's like, oh, men, men, you just think this about us women. And Robin Williams turns around and goes. You're not a woman. <laughs> oh, okay. That was woke back then. And Gosh. they were saying, you're not a woman. Okay. And it's fine. It was true. Now you can't even say that. I bet the birdcage couldn't be made like it was. Oh, no way. No way. No, no way. way could that movie be made today. I'm surprised you can even find a place to watch it. Do you have it on DVD? Because no, if you don't, I don't no, I'm surprised it it's still on Amazon the, or something. I'm surprised it's still on the streaming services. Yeah. Back in just a minute, it's hard to cancel Robin Williams. Uh, drive your car around without uh, some form of protection once the warranty has expired is begging for trouble. Good news is you don't have to do that. With CarShield, you can drive around with a peace of mind that I have when I, I take my work trucks out. And they, these are, they are driven hard and put up wet every single day. And they've got a billion miles on it. And I don't want to replace them. I just want to keep them running. But it's not like cars in the past where I could just go to, you know, the Pep Boys and get some stuff and fix it. Well, I couldn't. But somebody could go to Pep Boys and fix it. Now no one can do it, and it costs you a fortune. CarShield has affordable protection plans now to fit every budget and cover more parts than ever before. 
car shield de- dedicated to protecting what you drive. Get coverage like I have. Car shield. 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. Save 20% on your plan. Lock in your price and it'll never go up. 800-227-6100. Carshield.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. Uh, there's a couple of things that um, you need to know about. The, um, the Stu just mentioned my book is coming out. It is coming out, and it's coming out in uh, July. And uh, I want you to pre-order if you can. Uh, you'll find it wherever you get your books. Just go Barnes & Noble or, or Amazon or your local bookstore and order it now. You'll make sure you get a copy of Dark Future. It is part two in the Great Reset series and really very important. I show you the next phase and Jamie Dimon kind of uh, uh, kind of tipped the hand on the next phase. Listen to this. This came out just this week. Have you heard anyone talking about it? Chief Executive J.P. Morgan has suggested that governments now need to seize private land to build wind and solar farms in order to meet net zero targets. He says energy projects have to be fast-tracked as the window for averting the most costly impacts of global climate change is closing. Remember, they have a goal of 2030. You will own nothing. In his annual shareholder letter, they're not even hiding it, Diamond said permitting reforms are desperately needed to allow investment to be done of any kind in a timely way. We may need to invoke eminent domain because we're just not getting the investments we need for the private property. If you're going to put wind and solar panels up, you need I've, I've done this before. I've shown you the map. It takes almost almost everything East of the Mississippi to equal uh, the amount of of energy that we currently produce everything east of the Mississippi. So, first of all, you're never going to get you're never going to build that. It's never going to happen. You don't have enough land. You're not going to get people like me to sell my land. Well, they're now saying, okay, it's time. It's time just to seize land from farmers and landowners in the center of the country. Uh, <laughs> they are deadly serious. Deadly serious. By the way, another state just banned gas stoves. You know, that other thing that was a was never going to happen. How dare you say this? This is a conspiracy theory. Another state just banned them. Huh. Gas appliances. Um, now, J.P. Morgan Chase... Time to seize property to build wind and solar farms. My new book, Dark Future, is out soon. Get it. Make sure you spread the message to your friends. More in just a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. Hey, I'm a cyber criminal, you know? Right now I'm online. You never guess what I'm looking for. Okay, all right, I'm looking for that too, but... Uh, you know, it rhymes with your personal information. <laughs> oh, that's, I guess I just said, 
I get a job, sure, contributing member of society. But what's the fun in that? Little time, few clicks in the right place. I got your stuff. Those guys actually exist. In fact, I think a lot of them are in Congress right now. Everything that you do is online. You don't want to cut Internet safety out of the budget. So get 25% off a subscription to LifeLock. Top-of-the-line cybersecurity with both preventative measures to keep you safe and access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. Nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton right now. Save up to 25% off your first year. Promo code BECK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or lifelock.com. Promo code BECK. Right now, you can save 20 bucks off Blaze TV. Just go to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code STANDUP. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. There's a lot going on uh, with the markets and the the latest job numbers. Uh, I got a note from somebody I really trust last night said, buckle up. Uh, It could be right around the corner. And I'm like, dude, I've been buckled up since 2008. It's always just around the corner. Uh, Carol Roth is with us. She is the uh, author of The War on Small Business. Uh, former investment banker, Gone Good, and she has a book also coming out this summer that makes a great companion book uh, with mine, You Will Own Nothing. In fact, I highly recommend if you're going to, and verify, Carol, I'm not getting any profits from your book, so I'm saying this because I believe it. Um, uh, It makes a great companion book with mine, Uh, so buy both of them. I have to say, Glenn, if you go on Amazon and they, you know, it's, it's on pre-order right now. If they say the books frequently bought together, Are it's those your two? book and my book. Yeah, so. good. Well, they belong. <laughs> they belong together. They belong together. Um, so I was just talking about something that I haven't seen anyone else talk about. Uh, and that is the uh, J.P. Morgan Chase. Jamie Dimon comes out and says, hey, we got to start seizing land uh, for, you know, wind farms and it's just breathtaking, breathtaking how out in the open they are that you aren't going to own anything. Yeah, it's so brazen. Um, you know, when you hear these things like you will own nothing or we're going to seize these things, you kind of think of like, is this a conspiracy theory? Because there's no way the elite and the well-connected could be advo- advocating for the end of property rights. But it was, as it was do, in his, yeah, his quarterly report. It, that's what I'm saying. It's, <laughs> it's unbelievable. They are saying the quiet part aloud. If you do the research, it is everywhere. And the, the challenge is it's coming from every direction. So it's not like it's just one force that's coming at you. It's not just like it's the government or the Fed or the banking sector or the NGOs or big tech. It's everybody and all at once. And it's really interesting because if you think about how 
people used to or countries used to seize riches, right? They would go Mm -hmm. to war with other countries and they would take other people's riches. But this time it's your own government and everyone around you coming at you. They are at war with you. So, you know, this is this is the time that we have to get back. And this is why they've said for years it's a conspiracy theory because they needed to delay us from stopping it. You know, and only when the American people wake up and, I, you know, I, it, we're running out of time. I saw on Tucker Carlson, what, night before last, he's now all over de-dollarization, which I've been talking about that forever. And no one thought that was possible. And it's it's happening in exactly the way I thought it would when people felt the dollar was at the end and America was weak. They would come up with a better dollar. And that's what's happening. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about a new financial world order, this is something that happens on a regular basis. You know, we we have lived at a time where we are the center of the global financial universe. Yeah. So we feel like we're invincible. I'm sure that the British before us felt the same way and the yep. Dutch before them felt the same way. Yep. You don't have that perspective. But as the elite are seeing this new financial world order play out, they are jockeying to put themselves in position to control every possible resource and make sure in the process you own nothing. And that is the shift that we are seeing take place. The challenge that we have, Glenn, which, as you know, we always see the trajectory. We just don't know the duration. We don't know if it's going to happen in six months and we don't know if it's going to take years. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't be prepared right now because you just don't know. uh, Yesterday, the Treasury came out and said we need punitive action and more regulation on cryptocurrency. Uh, I mean, they are doing everything they can to kill cryptocurrency. Crypto is at 27 for Bitcoin now, 27,000. That's up. Gold was at, what, 240 yesterday? And Citibank is saying that they expect it soon to be at $2,300. That's craziness. Yeah, I mean, if you control the money, you control the people. So the people who are involved with governments and central banks around the world, they are going to fight to the death to make sure they do not lose control of the money. And the interesting thing for people who are interested in maintaining hard assets, um, like I am and and I know you are, is that, uh, you know, gold isn't really a center focused for them. They're very, very focused on cryptocurrency, and they're going to take that interest in it and confuse people to move towards the central bank digital currency that you've been warning about and I've been warning about. And that's the number one thing that we all need to push back on because it needs congressional authorization. They are going to slip it in somewhere, and we have to find out where and make sure that that doesn't pass. So they're going to slip it in somewhere in pieces, or it's going to come when a bank crisis happens and it's over and then they'll just go on to the on television and say to everybody you got to do this it'll be tarp they'll just ram it through you can't have a, a bank run if you don't have banks, right? Yeah. I mean, that that's going to be their yep. arguments. And yep. we need to say, nope, that, that, that doesn't pass muster with us. Yeah. Um, tell me, I've been hearing about the job numbers and the job yes. numbers came out today and they weren't so bad, but I don't trust the job numbers <laughs> from the government. 
Well, let me tell you a couple of things about it. First of all, it was right about around expectations, 236,000 jobs added. Uh, again, if you believe that. The interesting piece, if you do a little bit of a digging, is that government really propped up that number. So this wasn't coming um, hugely from the private sector. The private sector was less than expected, but there were 47,000 government jobs added. So all of that Jeez. government spending is you know, propping up the economy and also working against what the Fed is trying to do. So I think that's really important. Another important piece, the unemployment rate. Wait, wait, wait. Down Explain what you just said that goes against <laughs> what the Fed is trying to do. Explain that. So we know the Fed in raising rates is trying to destroy demand. They're trying to kill jobs so that they can slow inflation. Right. The government continuing to spend does not destroy demand. The government continuing to spend to add jobs does not slow that down. So the two of them are rowing in the wrong direction. And it's very frustrating because you have not seen the Fed come out and put this on the government and say, you have to stop your deficit spending. You need to slow down because you are working against the work that we're trying to do here in taming inflation. They just refuse to, to put anything on the government which is creating a huge set of issues, which means the Fed's going to have to raise their interest rates even higher and have a longer term impact in terms of what I believe is going to be an eventual recession. So let's look at this from a different perspective entirely, because I, I no longer give people the benefit of the doubt who are actively pushing ESG and everything else, um, <laughs> the World Economic Forum. They, they know they have a different agenda. So let right. me look at this with the eyes of the Treasury and the Fed and the White House, their agenda is to make sure you own nothing and they right. own everything and you're a renter from the rest of your, your rest of your existence. Um, what would be the advantage of doing this? You're running up, you're crushing the private sector, growing the government, spending out of control. You're raising the interest rates to try to keep up but yet you're spending more so inflation keeps going. What is the end result of that? So, you know, it's it's hard to know intentions. Some of it could just be stupidity and arrogance that, you know, we're going to continue to grow the government. We've never had problems before. It will eventually sort itself out. You know, they all believe in these, you know, ridiculous theories, modern monetary theory and the like. And even though we've proved them to be wrong, they figure, oh, that'll sort itself over time. But there could be something else going on. Um, Jared Bernstein, who was a advisor to President Obama, he's an advisor to President Joe Biden, wrote a piece in the New York Times in 2014 called Dethrone King Dollar. And he basically was making the argument all the way back in 2014 that, oh, it's not so great to have this exorbitant privilege. We really don't want to be the center of the financial universe. Here are all the issues, which, by the way, there are some issues, but mm -hmm. there are a lot of privileges and a lot of benefits that oh, we yeah. reap from it. So, you know, there is a theory and a line to be drawn to say that they are intentionally trying to topple the dollar. And if you look at the weaponization of the dollar that was done um, against Russia during the invasion of Ukraine, when they decided to freeze Russia's reserve assets, mm -hmm. 
if you look at these different behaviors, you look at the people around them who have been advocating from the inside to dethrone King Dollar since at least 2014, there is definitely an argument to be made that this is something that they want to happen. Now, again, they may think that they're going to then replace that with a digital dollar and it will all be hunky-dory, but every no time way. they do something like this, you know, it goes sideways and we end right. up and as average Americans suffering the repercussions. And you would, if you dethrone the dollar, the reason why people are jumping on board is two reasons. One, they see weakness in America. They don't know how long it lasts. If I am right. a smaller com- country and I have to choose between the United States and China, I might be moving to China if I'm just worried about my security and my country. You know what I mean? Um, because the United States looks weaker and weaker every single day. Uh, so if you are if you are moving over, you're doing it because you're a small country and you're just looking for stability and want to be on the winning side. Uh, or get the investment, the, the Belt and Road Initiative. Correct. That China's been making those investments. Correct. So that's a piece of it as well. Correct. Uh, or you are um, getting out because the dollar's been weaponized. See, that that's the thing with a, a reserve currency. This is the downside for a country. You have to be uh, self-sacrificing on that dollar. Right. You're, you are protecting the dollar sometimes against your own economy because the sound dollar is important, not just for you, but the entire world. Right. We well, have destroyed it because we want more government and we're weaponizing it. That, that makes the, the gold standard being a dollar worthless. Well, think about for China, they are a net importer of food and oil, and these are commodities that are priced in dollars. So just like today, when our dollar buys less, when it buys less for them, that means less food and oil they can buy for their country. That becomes a national economic yep. an economic security issue for them as well. So they do have an argument there that says this isn't great for us as a country. It's not just that they're trying to flex their muscle as a superpower, which they are, by the way. So yeah. that's, a, that's a third thing. Oh, yeah. is that they're all trying to, to topple the dollar because they want to come out on top. But this is a national and economic security. It threatens their food supply. It threatens their energy supply when you are dependent on the dollar and you have a Fed that will not manage the dollar for the stability of the world or, by the way, for the stability of the U.S. Um, and you, you, you see this trajectory happening and you know these people who aren't doing their job, they don't want to depend on that. They cannot depend on that because it is the security of their country you need to do your own homework uh on what it means for a dollar or you know the sterling or the mark or whatever when they have collapsed in the past it is not an easy thing you get through it but it is not an easy thing especially if the government is hostile to its own people Um, but it is a matter of when it's not a matter of if anymore do you think i'm safe in saying that I do. I think somebody should write a book about that. They should call it Blow Nothing. (laughs) All right. (laughs) And do the research for you. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much, Carol. Um, My book is called Dark Future. Her book is You'll Own Nothing. They are two sides of the same coin. She goes into a lot of what you can do, how it works, what she does all that research. I'm doing all the research on what they're planning, what the second phase is. Um, make sure you order them online now. Dark Future by me and 
uh, You Will Own Nothing by Carol Roth. Thank you, Carol. Happy Easter. Yeah, Happy Easter to you and happy Passover. Um, Imagine uh, going to the online homepage of your cell phone provider. And the first thing that you see is that the prices are cheaper. uh, You get the same coverage. And they actually believe in the same things that you believe in. And they're they're out fighting for those things. That's unbelievable. Doesn't happen. It does in the self-service world because of Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. That means you're going to get the best possible service wherever you're at. And if you're not satisfied, their customer guarantee lets you switch to a different network for free without changing carriers. These guys have done, they've taken a page from the progressive playbook. They've built a great company and then said, let's plow this into the things we believe in. And the things they believe in, free speech, sanctity of life, Second Amendment. They're on our side. Switch and help them help us. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call them at 878-PATRIOT. They make it really easy to switch. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 878-PATRIOT. Glenn Beck. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Jonathan Kahn is going to join us uh, next hour. The return, I'm sorry, in hour three, Return of the Gods by Jonathan Kahn. Uh, It is uh, pretty amazing. We are fighting evil, just total evil, America. That's what's happening. We're not fighting against the Democrats or Republicans. We're fighting evil. And I've asked you to fast and pray and uh, go way out of our, you know, way out of our league here on this. But I would just ask you just to, Close your eyes for unless you're driving. Close your eyes for just a second and uh, pray for our country. Restore us, God, please. Make your face shine on us that we may be saved. We know what we have done, and if we have to drink tears by the bowlful, we will. We are an object of derision to our neighbors, and our enemies mock us, and it is because we have fallen away from you. Today, Lord, millions of us are putting on the full armor that you have given us to stand against the devil's schemes. He has us seemingly by the throat, but we know that is false, and our feet are fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. You are our shepherd. We lack nothing when we return to you. We fear no evil, Lord. Save us save our country our republic help us preserve the freedoms that you have given us the glenn back program nefarious is coming out i think next week is next week april 14th when is yeah that? april yeah, 14th april 7th today um it opens in theaters nationwide nefarious it is well Except for the almost ending. There's about 10 minutes before the right ending. You know, the last minute is good uh, because this fat face is not in it. 
Um, but uh, nefarious is this great, great story that you're in it is what you're saying. When you say fat but, face, you're, I would you're say identifying. Some, it was somebody that was paying, playing me, but they were in a fat suit. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, uh, it is a great movie. There's no swearing or anything. It is rated R because it's disturbing, but there's no blood, no sex, no, there's nothing. It's just talking. It's just a, it's just a psychological thriller uh, that involves a demon. And you'll understand what's going on in the world. Nefarious. Get your tickets now. Whoisnefarious.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. entertainment and enlightenment this is the glenn back program i'm gonna give you a couple stories here that none of your friends or family members that you know are not really paying attention will hear ever and it's pretty telling pretty damning and uh, also something that's very concerning on a human level we have got to have a conversation with sane people about what's going on in our country i'll give you this amazing story in 60 seconds if you're living with aches and pains especially if they're frequent you know even all of the time it is easy to let that completely define your life in fact sometimes it's almost impossible not to if you feel like you've tried everything you could think of to combat pain, you might feel a little bit uh, like you're at the end of the rope, but don't feel that way. You're not. If you haven't tried Relief Factor, I got my life back with Relief Factor. And I, I mean, you try everything, everything. Uh, if you're dealing with pain, please try it. I, you're probably skeptical. I was. I didn't think it would work. I took it for three weeks as directed, and I was shocked. Three-week quick start, 1995. It's a trial pack, not a drug, so it's not going to whack you out. It's relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. 800, the number four relief. 800, the number four relief. Get the 1995 three-week three quick start. Take it as directed. Feel the difference. Relieffactor.com. Let me give you this story. This this amazing, and you will not hear this um on mainstream tv in fact i'm just looking up no one's talking about afghanistan one is talking about uh, the naacp and the tennessee gop blah 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 the other one is israel okay tell me this story isn't important 
law enforcement officials in Colorado have arrested a transgender individual with the Communist Manifesto for allegedly planning mass shootings at schools and churches in his area. News of the arrest was made yesterday afternoon, but the arrest happened on March 31st, just a few days after transgender terrorists massacred six people, including three children at a private Christian school. The individual is a biological male who goes by a different female name and uses she, her pronouns. The 19-year-old was charged with criminal attempt to commit murder in the first degree, two counts, criminal mischief, menacing, and interference with staff, faculty, or students of educational institutions. The suspect allegedly targeted Timberview Middle School, Prairie Hills Elementary, Pine Creek High School, and other targets that were churches. A family member turned the suspect into police, thank God, telling 911 that they had threatened to shoot up schools and they had severe anger issues. Spokesperson for the 18th Judicial District Attorney's Office told local media that the suspect was in the process of transitioning. Police say the home had trash piled up all over the house where it made it hard to walk inside. There were numerous containers filled with half-eaten food with mold growing inside and numerous alcoholic beverage containers laying around the house. The suspect allegedly punched holes in the wall inside of his home and ripped a door off the hinges. The suspect allegedly visibly shook his head and indicating yes when he was asked by law enforcement if he was going to shoot up a school. The suspect said he had been planning the attacks for over a month and he started uh, planning and writing a manifesto. So he was not this. This was a month in the planning. This is not a response to Nashville. The suspect allegedly researched how to 3D print firearms, made detailed list of numerous people to target, gathered information about how to make bombs, made commentary about notorious mass shooters, serial killers and politicians. Inside the house, they collected the suspect's manifesto, the Communist Manifesto by Karl Marx, and a notebook with suicidal ideations. Is that important? I mean, a week after, you know, the Nashville shooting, everybody's talking about the GOP suspending two of their uh, two Democratic members of the legislature because they led a march on the Capitol and uh, they disrupted things. Now, it is not an insurrection. That's not an insurrection. But it is also something that would have been forgiven, most likely by the worthless, toothless, spineless GOP. That would have been passed by. But now we have Donald Trump in jail. And I think the uh, GOP is like, really? You're going to start putting people in jail? Good. Okay. We're going to start prosecuting people. We're going to start suspending people, et cetera, et cetera. Um, because what happened in Tennessee, the reason why this is really horrible that we are talking about, you know, the NAACP says that this is racism. 
They are not talking about the transgender individual that shot Christian children. They do it every time. If this guy arrested in Colorado would have been, you know, had a Ronald Reagan book and he had it all highlighted and he was a conservative and he was standing up for, you know, people to not have to go see a drag show in school. That would be all over the news. It would be the biggest news, especially after last week. If that were a conservative last week and then this week, they would have used this. I'm telling you, they would be grabbing guns by this time. Okay? But they're not. Why? Because these are their people. Now, let me ask a question. Why was he shooting people? Why, why was he going in to shoot people? What, what was that? Is it, was it just for this communist agenda? Does he just want to overthrow the nation? Uh, what was it? Because maybe he's being told by the media all the time that transgender people are being uh, pushed into a genocide. So yeah, this is the one thing that you have to understand. First of all, if you are young and confused, confused about your gender or anything else, I get it. I completely get it. I don't even understand how you're not confused if you're in this world and everything you see on social media and everything else. I, I can completely understand that. And you most likely feel alone. You feel like nobody is paying attention to you. Nobody understands you. I get that as well. You have to know you're loved. You are loved. You may be in a bad situation with a bunch of people that you think don't love you. They may or may not, but you are loved, and there is a reason for your existence. It's not all bleak. We have to look at these individuals who are going through this and understand why a lot of this is happening. And then you get to the place where you're like, okay, well, is there any mental illness? Well, you can't talk about that. Why can't we talk about that? There's mental illness everywhere in our society. Suicidal ideation. That's mental illness. But we're not talking about that. And we won't talk about this. This is now the fifth or the fourth. We've had three trans shooters, one non-binary, and now this one. So is that five? Do I have that number right? That's five that we're planning on mass shootings or conducted mass shootings. Five. That's a trend. And I have not been able to say I could find a trend in the mass shootings except for mental illness. Right? I mean, you've got right people, left people, but it's been mental illness. If you could make a trend and you were honest about it, you would say that it is people from the left, generally, with some people that maybe you could categorize as the right. And that's not a trend. Right? That's not a trend. <laughs> right. was, ne yeah. Neither. This is a trend. This is it's a trend. emerging, too. I, one thing you'll notice when addressing this idea of a trend, the media, what they're doing is they're taking the numbers back far enough that it 
it, it it eliminates the trend. Like if you say, well, since 2000, only 0.01% of shooters have been trans. Yeah, and it's well, like, well, okay, we, but like look at the last year. If we would have done terrorist bombings in the United States from uh, 1820. Right. We, we wouldn't have had any Islamic. It would have been one. Right. Exactly. It's right. It's, if you if you if you play with the numbers enough, you can get it to make it look like there is no trend. Right. I will say, you know, it's tough to know for sure if it's a trend because the population is so small when you're talking about transgendered people that it's difficult to extrapolate but that, that. But it is. Doesn't that make be. that even more? I mean, if you have, you know, if I had one legged hookers and there were four of them. That were shooting right. people up in different parts of the country. I would be, how many one-legged hookers are there? Right. And there's like three of the four have done this. Like right. you'd be like, that's uh, yeah. a trend. Yeah. No, I think that's kind of where we are with this. I hope it's not an emerging trend where, look, as you point out, the media has been convincing people that half the country wants every transgender person dead. Well, I want you to listen, because I, mean, I, I know we have transgender people who listen to us. Listen to me right now. I don't have a problem with you. I don't have a problem with you. Whatever. You live your life. You be you, boo. Okay? You be you, boo. I'll be me. Don't tell me how to live my life. Don't force me to say, you want to say you're a woman? Fine. I'm not going to say that, but I'm not going to stop you from saying that. Don't force me into anything. I'm not going to force you into anything. I don't, I don't care. Now, just like straight people, you start doing things like, uh, I don't know, grooming children, just like a straight neighbor, I'm calling the police on you. Okay? But I think you understand that. I, I don't, I mean, we've had transgender people throughout history, people who have, you know, uh, worn the other clothes, pretended there. There was a, I, I've, I'm really bummed. I miss this document. Um, it was up for sale, and I just didn't have the money for it at the time. It came up about eight years ago. It was from the 1880s, and it was a it was a handwritten letter from the head of this fort in the middle of the wilderness, American fort, and it was about you know Miss Higgins who had been the cook there at the uh, fort forever, and everybody loved Miss Higgins. Until Miss Higgins died, and then they realized Miss Higgins is a guy, and nobody knew it. Nobody knew it. So it's been happening for a long time, uh, and we've we've all kind of gotten along. And let's 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 let everybody be who they are. Do not try to teach my children that this is normal because it's not. Well, what is normal? What is normal? That's not so hard. That's really not so hard. A guy saying that he could get pregnant is not normal and because okay? it's not true. I'd argue more importantly, it's not true, right? Like yes. being like if it became normal to say something that was completely untrue, it would still be wrong. Yes. Right. And, yes. and it's like it's just the fact that this is not true, which makes it important. That is really yeah. fundamentally what makes it important. And that's why I that's why you can live side by side with people who are very very different than you unless 
they are preaching something that is untrue and trying to get others. If they want to say, I'm a woman, and they can handle me going, no, you're not, dude, but I still like you. You're fun, whatever. Um, That's fine. Once we cross into the line of this is science. No, it's not. No, No, it's not. That's that's ridiculous. It's not. And it's uh, the problem is not with transgender people. It is with the left's agenda to mold our children into uh, into activists, mold our children into something that they're not give sex really uh, creepy, unreadable kind of sex stuff that, you know, is not uh, usual. Let's say it's adventuresome uh, to our kids when they're in grade school. No, no. Stay away from my kids. That's the message that all people should be hearing. Yeah. And, you know, it's like it, it, putting it on a scale, right, where you're talking about surgically altering children ir- irreparably. Yeah. As you put that against the Dylan Mulvaney thing, the Dylan Mulvaney care. thing is irritating because it's just pandering from this company. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But like on a scale, like I, the Dylan Mulvaney thing happens, I and I, whatever, I may or may not drink Bud Light again, I like whatever. Care. But like, I mean, that's a, a very strange cultural trend. We worth are talking on. about but, our children, yeah. not just in school, but the mutilation of children. Not and by cool. the way, I just want to give you a real quick story here. New Zealand soccer team abandons white shorts. Their women's soccer team is getting rid of their white shorts because they're citing period anxiety. Now, we're living in such an upside down world. I think it needs to be asked. You're not going to let the men wear white shorts, are you? Because men have periods, too. (laughs) Back in a minute. Uh, so, uh, you know, you could do all sorts of things to yourself, to your body. We've been discussing that a little bit uh, today. You could go to Brazil or Colombia, get all sorts of crazy stuff done to your face, too. Get rid of those fine lines, bags under the skin, or bags under the eyes, the wrinkles of your skin. Uh, but why on earth would you do that when it's so much easier to just use Genucel and do it in a much more uh, legitimate way? Uh, here's a review from a Genucel customer, Claire. She says, I absolutely love Genucel. My skin feels so good, tighter, younger. With a more even tone, and I only used it for a week. My advice for everyone, take a before picture. It's true. Nothing works like Genucel. It's a recipe that has been in the family for over 20 years, made by a compounding pharmacist in small batches that are always safe, cruelty-free, and natural. The choice is clear. Right now, you can go to genucel.com slash Beck and save over 70% off Genucel's most popular package, featuring their Ultra Retinol and Dark Spot Corrector, don't wait. Go to genucel.com slash Beck, genucel.com slash Beck. All orders are upgraded to free shipping, and every subscription order includes a complimentary spring spa box with three spa essentials, also free. This is only available for a limited time. Go to genucel.com slash Beck. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. This week, I've uh, asked uh, the nation to join me um, in fasting and praying for our country. If you forgot, just start now. Um, But uh, join us. We need to fast and pray and uh, humble ourselves because we're headed for tough times. And, uh, you know, I was listening. There's a new Muse album out. Oh, yeah. And 
this album is, I mean, it, it's, they've always been revolutionary spirited, but this is like kill or be kill, be kill or be killed is one of the songs. Uh, our back is up against the wall, you know, one of the others, and we have no place to go, but fight our way. And I thought to myself, you know, in Europe, that's extraordinarily dangerous because they're headed towards another kind of French revolution because they don't have a God movement. They never have. That's why the French ended up with guillotines. And uh, it, it can easily head that way and head that way here. We have to be reliant on God. And you want it, You want to make sure you're prepared? Yeah, Put the gun in the safe for a while. Put on the full armor of God before you even think about the gun. The only thing that will solve this is not another election, is God and us turning back to God. He's begging us. Um, there is a, how much time do I have? I don't have time to play any of these cuts, but Greg Laurie is on with me on a podcast. I cut it yesterday. If you don't know who Greg Laurie is, um, you have to see the movie, The Jesus Revolution. It's fantastic. You will walk out of there flying high. It is so good, and it is a true story about Greg's life. He's the, he's the kid in it uh, that you kind of follow. And it's, the story's not about him, but it's about how these, you know, how at the end of the 60s, once everybody started seeing the death and destruction and the lie of drugs and promiscuous sex, these hippies that actually liked peace, wanted love, they turned to something real, and that was God. And they weren't welcome in churches. And... um a church started welcoming hippies It drove almost all the other people out um, because they were just, oh, we can't be with these people. Uh, and it started a revolution. And uh, he believes, and so do I, that we are on the cusp of that again. And you want to see that you want to you want to really feel good and have a kind of a casual God moment this weekend. Listen to episode 180, Greg Laurie is another Jesus revolution on us. It's available for Blaze Scribers now and get it wherever you get your uh, podcast. Tomorrow it comes out. Back in just a minute with some other really good news. The Glenn Beck Program. That no one is paying attention to. Uh, sometimes happiness is as simple as, as a pair of comfortable, stylish, all-season slippers. Mike Lindell knows this. His company, MyPillow, sells some of the most amazing slippers in the business. In fact, they are the best-selling <laughs> best uh, item. If he would have done this first, he could have introduced the MyPillow, but he started with the pillow. Now, the best thing that sells at MyPillow is my slippers. They're fantastic, especially now. They're $25. These are like 150 bucks slippers. So you're getting 120 bucks in savings right now. My slippers, they have a four-layer design, uh, and it's patented layers to ensure extra comfort, comfortability and durability. They're guaranteed. They're really, really great. You're going to love them. And at $25, you'll never find anything close to this. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Grab a uh, pair of all-season My Slippers for 25 bucks. 
Go there now. Promo code Beck, mypillow.com. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Sign up. Get the podcasts early, by the way. If you use the code STANDUP, you also save 20 bucks. So here we are on Easter weekend, and I have to ask you, is God real? Do you believe in God? It's really the fundamental question that we have to answer. Do we believe in God or not? And if we do believe him, then what are our duties? Is, is God real? And if God's not real, then everything we're fighting for, family, integrity, truth, it doesn't really matter. But if he is real, then this is the most important fight of our life, and maybe for a couple of generations. So that's the question we have to answer. Do we believe, and I mean really believe, that God is real? I believe he is real. And because there's evidence all over. There are, you know, how do you explain the ancient biblical prophecies? You know, where, you, where you're, where you're going to be able to buy and sell just with a number. And it's going to be some, something that's put in your forehead or your hand. That seemed nuts. That's here. That is here. How there's never been a nation that has been dissolved and then prophesied to come back and, you know, 1900 years later pops back up. That's never happened before. In the Bible, um, God delivered his people from slavery in Egypt, but the Bible also said there's a greater exodus coming. Uh, Jeremiah said that God who brought his people out of Egypt uh, will bring his people out of the land to the north and all the countries he scattered them. That's what's happening right now. And most people don't know it. Jewish people are coming uh, out of the land to the north and all the countries that they were scattered in. And they are now immigrating to Israel in crazy numbers. This is the modern exodus. And I wanted to get uh, Reverend Gary uh, Christofaro on. on. He's from the Ezra International Group. He's working on it. He's seen it uh, firsthand. Welcome. Reverend, how are you, sir? Thank you, Glenn. I'm great. Uh, Thank you for having me on. And uh, thank you for calling this day of prayer and fasting. You're welcome. Um, uh, The modern exodus... What make the case that we're seeing this biblical prophecy come true right now? Well, you you said it. The the Israel exists. The Jewish people exist. That in itself, to me, is is evidence that God is real and God is faithful. The the words that He spoke. You read the prophecy. They, those were twenty seven hundred years ago. Uh, he spoke of a day that. We would we would look at a, an exodus from the land of the north and all the nations of the world as a greater miracle than that of the first exodus, and we're seeing that we're we're involved in that right before our eyes. Jewish people are coming from the four corners of the earth, and you know Ezra's Ezra's responding to another prophecy uh, from Isaiah, who says he will beckon to the nations and the Gentiles, people like you and I, Glenn, that can help carry them to the land of Israel. 
So, um, what is Aliyah? Is that how you, or Aliyah? Is that uh, how you say uh, Ali, Aliyah. Aliyah? Aliyah. What is that? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's a Hebrew term that means to ascend. It means to go up, and it, and it has much more meaning than that. Just just to not just going up in elevation, but it's a, a spiritual ascent, and it has become synonymous with the idea of Jewish people returning to the land of Israel, and in particular Jerusalem. When you ever you go there, you're making a spiritual ascent. So Aliyah just has become synonymous with the return of Jewish people to the land of Israel. Okay, so is that the same as you know? Because I know a lot of people go when they're young and they want to make a trip to Israel and uh, they may even live there for a little while, but they go back home. Is that the same thing? Well, it, you know, the, the word Aliyah can be, mean go up to the Bima at, in, a, in a synagogue. It can mean making a pilgrimage. But really, in this case, we believe that going and staying and making Israel your home is the full uh, you know, definition of making Aliyah. So why do you suppose is the war in Ukraine helping these numbers? I mean, people dismiss prophecy or they dismiss miracles because they're like, well, that's just because that happened. Well, yeah. But that's how God works. <laughs> yeah, every 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 practical every prophecy is fulfilled in a practical way. Correct. And and you know so uh, initially some Jewish people there there's this homing pigeon spirit that that ignites within them and they decide they're going to make the move and they just do that on their own with you know I believe prompting from the spirit of God. But then there are other factors like the war in Ukraine like economic collapse in a country, like anti-Semitism, persecution, all these things help push Jewish people from their temporary sanctuary, whatever nation they might be in, and then and they end up going to Israel. But this is unlike you've ever seen before, and you've been doing this for years. Yeah, well, the war in Ukraine definitely uh, increased uh, Aliyah, and not only from Ukraine. And you know, we've we've helped yeah. almost twelve thousand refugees from Ukraine, but Russian Jewish people oh, are leaving in vast. Yeah, yeah, they're seeing the writing on the wall. I mean, I have and, to, I, I have to tell you, you know, we are going back in time to some scary, scary times, uh, especially yeah. with Iran. If Iran becomes a leader in the Middle East, God help us all between Iran and Russia. Um, but uh, if I were Jewish, uh, I mean, I said to Benjamin Netanyahu, I can't get citizenship in your country. I want citizenship in Israel <laughs> because I feel like in the end, they're going to be the ones that stand. They the people who are going know what time it is and they know they're going to be fighting good versus evil. And the rest of the world seems confused on that. Yes, they do. I think that we need that moral clarity. And I think uh, Benjamin Netanyahu has that uh, good versus evil. And, you know, being in the land uh, is, is amazing. Uh, this, you know, the story of Esther, you know, what was what happened there at the end of, of Esther? God didn't just automatically deliver them. He gave them the ability to defend themselves. And that's right. what Israel is. I spoke to a good friend of mine in Israel. He said, you know, in the nations, they can come and kill me, but here they're going to have to fight me. So uh, how can we help you? 
Well, Glenn, I mean, they, as you know, the demand is great. These these are impoverished Jewish people who who need uh, our help. Ezra International comes along beside the the uh, the Jewish people that are trying to go through this process, and um, we help them with finances. We help them with document research and transportation, all the practical things that happen prior to them getting on a plane. Um, so I, I just ask your audience if they could go to EzraInternational.org and uh and and make their best gift uh as international.org uh we we can we can the numbers as you say are increasing and we could use every cent so i'm i'm painting a painting right now i don't know you probably don't know i'm an artist but um uh, yes i i'm painting something and i haven't known until right now why i was painting it i am painting the uh what is it? Uh, I can't remember the designation. It wasn't uh, USS. It was the St. Louis, and maybe the just the oh yeah the US St. Louis. And I'm painting it um, at either sunrise or sunset, and the Statue of Liberty is is behind it. And I know they didn't go to New York, but they came to America with a dream of protection because there wasn't an Israel, and mm. um, uh, and it is the ship with the sunset or sunrise behind the Statue of Liberty, and I'm calling it false hope because mm. that hope of people standing up and saying, hey, we've got to help these people. Uh, I can't imagine being on that ship, seeing America's land, and then not being able to get off the ship, and then that mm. long trip back. It was horrible. Um, I, I'm going to finish it, and I'd like to... Uh, donate it. I'll, I'll auction it off so you guys can take all the proceeds, uh, oh, if Glenn, you don't that, mind. That's no, that's incredible. That is incredible, and it's so profound what you're describing. You know, I often say each year when we we have a Yom Hashoah memorial, and people say never again. Well, the Aliyah is the answer to the make it never is. again. Not just the slogan, but but a reality. No, it is. I mean. You know, I have often thought as an American citizen, I'm not married to uh, the flag. I'm married to the principles that are in our Constitution, and they come from their Judeo-Christian values. That's what I'm That's married right. to. Amen. And if there was a country Amen. that made men more free and had a better mission statement than we hold these things to be self-evident, I wouldn't. I'd go. I'd go. But there mm-hmm. is no mm-hmm. place to go. Um, when it comes to Jewish people, I got to tell you, I, I just f- I fear we are headed right back to the same old kind of horrors. Luckily, people, Christians like you and others are standing up this time. May we never sit down. May we never lose our courage. Um, but boy, I, I mean, get out of Europe, get out of Europe and go to Israel. Amen. Amen. And that's why we're, we're, you know, we're working in, in all these former Soviet Union countries in Europe and even South America, because uh, anti-Semitism and, uh, and uh, you know, it, it spans the globe. Uh, it's uh, you're right, Glenn. I mean, it's time to go home. <laughs> uh, Ezra International dot org. You want to be a part of a miracle this weekend. Do you believe in God? I do. I have been. I've been begging the Lord for quite a while. Help me with an answer, Lord. And uh, I, I finally know the answer. And 
lot of people aren't going to like it and they're going to think that it's, you know, well, we yeah, but what else are we going to do? Nothing else. Humble, humble yourself. Make a make a covenant with God that you are on his team. He's never going to be on our team. And then serve your fellow men, as Franklin said, that it puts you in the service of your God. Children, doing anything we can to save children's lives, to save from this medical mutilation. Anything we can do to help Jewish people, do it. Do it. We need every blessing we can get from the Almighty. Um, Go to EzraInternational.org and please make a donation. Prophecy is being fulfilled right now. Be a part of this. EzraInternational.org. Thank you so much, Gary. God bless. Thank you. God bless you, guys. In almost all cases, the secret to success in buying or selling a home is having the right real estate agent. It, it's just not as simple as having somebody who knows how to find a good home for you that's in your budget. Um, but they have to get the best possible price for your home. You have to have an agent to get the best possible price for the new home. They have to know the area. They have to know what the value is. And I don't mean know the region. I mean, know the neighborhoods and know what everything is selling for. The best kind of agents are the ones that are always looking for the next. They're like, yeah, I've got something that's not even on the market yet, but they are going to want to sell. Find the ones that really are professional, the ones who really know their area. The area you're either selling uh, in or buying into real estate agents. I go there. Just tell us where you're buying, where you're selling, what your needs are. We will find the right real estate agent for you. Real estate agents. I Glenn Beck. Next week, I'm going to tell you about something that uh, I've been invited to in Virginia Beach um, that I'm going to go to in a couple of weeks, and I might bring several of my pastor friends with me. Um, There's a woman that reached out to me, and just local thing, uh, and she said, I just feel that we have to make the covenant again, renew our covenant, Um, and, uh, and she's right, and so I'll give you all the information um on that. Did you hear what Riley Gaines, what happened to Riley Gaines yesterday? It's trending all over. Incredible. Uh, yeah, she was giving a speech in San Francisco and this trans mob mobbed her. Uh, guy in a dress, you know, assaulted her. Do people know Riley by her name? She, she's a swimmer. Uh, she went up against Leah Thomas, tied Leah Thomas in a race in, in which they made Leah Thomas get the top spot in the, all the photos and she had but it to was to act, the 10th of a second i yeah, mean it, it was, was the same it was tied. tied which is an incredible accomplishment honestly. right i mean she's beating a guy yeah and she ties and you know you know what that tells me because they put they put uh, him on the number one slot mm-hmm. she had to go down to the second mm-hmm. but it was tied if what's his name leah thomas yeah leah thomas if leah thomas actually cared okay and wanted to extend an olive branch he would have said no 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 no. i've been up here enough she can go up or better yet no no no. we're both up at the number one slot or none of us are 
that would have been such a class move. But nobody wants to nobody wants to uh, uh, deescalate. I, I, I mean, Riley has Riley's not Riley's a, just yeah just pointing just out a, the truth that hey I'm in the locker room getting changed and there's a guy there with male genitals looking at me. I, I, is the type of thing in the Me Too area you think would be frowned upon? Yeah, well, only if you look like Harvey Weinstein, I think. Yeah. Um, all right. So we. Um, but basically, as you point out, assaulted, really, in, in the middle of trying to give a speech. She's such a sweet girl, too. Yeah, I mean, she, like, like, this is. We are, you know, we, we are entering a new era. And please, please, I beg you to beg everyone you know. No, 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 no. Do not swing back. They're going to start swinging. Just like they did, just like the fascists did in the 1950s and 60s in the South. They wanted their way. The only way they could get their way is not through reason, but through force and violence. And Martin Luther King knew that. Don't swing back. Do not swing back. Protect yourself. But do not swing don't do it you're seeing how this media is behaving you think you have a chance of being the good guy in the end don't do it help god do our work get in line with him and things will change you will see moses style miracles in your lifetime i know that to be true but we have to live a life to be worthy of it. The Glenn Beck Program. I want to talk to you a little bit about Jace Medical. Um, here we are living in the United States, greatest country ever, uh, where we have had, had access to everything since really World War II. Once World War II was over, the world changed. I, I honestly believe the best time to be alive as a human would have been in the 1950s in America, uh, where things were safe and plentiful and everything was ahead and growing. You know, it must have been an amazing time. Um, we, are, we are moving into a different time. And right now, our, uh, our medicine is made overseas. Okay. Uh, if we have a breakdown of anything, we are going to be short of antibiotics because we don't make any of them or even have the the basic ingredients to make them here they come from china i want you to go to jacemedical.com you can have antibiotics in your home through jace medical go to jasemedical.com get a jace case use the promo code beck and you'll get a discount jacemedical.com
You know, I, I said to you years ago, if you're an, a longtime listener of mine, that you have to understand Woodrow Wilson if you're going to understand how did we get here. That was about 2006. Once you understand Woodrow Wilson and the early progressives, you'll not only know where we came from in turn of the century, but where we're headed to. And a lot of this has to do with eugenics and all the dark stuff that is going on right now in America. Um, but there is another force that I think you really need to understand, and that is the force of evil. Yesterday, I had uh, Jonathan Kahn on with us. He is He's written, I don't know, books that have sold millions and millions and millions of copies all around the world. He's written a new one that is a must-read. It's called The Return of the Gods. And yesterday, we left our conversation off on the possessor, the enchanter, the destroyer. But there's another one or another aspect to this. We're worshiping all of these ancient gods, and we don't even know it. If you understand it, you will understand we are not fighting flesh and bone. This is a, a war of good and evil, and he'll explain it, wrap it all up here in the next uh, 25 minutes or so, uh, and show us the way out. Jonathan Kahn joins us in 60 seconds. All right. Uh, as you know, I collect history, and uh, I am collecting just about everything that shows our way of life and what life has been like in America. But I will tell you, you have to do this yourself. Your family photos are proof of what America really was like. I really honestly believe that in you know, a couple of decades, people are not gonna believe that our life was like it was, that America was like it was. You have to preserve your own family history. Please do this. All of your memories are fading away if they're on videotape or any kind of old format. They're gone soon. Those things were only meant to last about 10 years and your photos are fading every single day please one million families have joined me trusted legacy box to preserve our past your past is also part of my past for a limited time legacy box is running a nine dollar videotape sale that's a 65 percent discount there's never been a better time to convert your entire collection look you just get the box you don't have to act on it right away you call you get online you order the box they send it to you and then when you're ready you send it in get this sale right now with the box at legacybox.com back Shop their $9 tape sale. I haven't seen that offer ever. Legacybox.com slash Beck. Jonathan, welcome back to the program, sir. Hey, great to be back, Glenn. Okay, we've got only 30 minutes. I'm sorry I have to okay. cut this okay. one short. But I want to I go in. Yesterday we talked about the Dark Trinity, yeah. which was uh, uh, Baal or Baal and um, Moloch. And the other one was, uh, I want to say, Ishtar, right? Yeah, Ishtar or Ashtora in the Bible, the Enchantress, yeah. Okay, so now there is a, and I don't know if I understand this correctly, there is a, is this another god or another side? Uh, it's a, yeah, 
Go ahead. Yeah, it's it's another side. This is this is the second one. This is the Enchantress. Uh, this is Ishtar or Ashtora or Aphrodite. Um, and there's another side to her, and that's why in the book, the, you know, yeah, it's it's as the Transformer. And the reason yes. is it's such a major thing. There was another side, and that is that in, when I looked at the ancient inscriptions about this goddess, and she says that I am a woman, I am a man. In the in the hymns to her, it says you have the power to turn a man into a woman and to turn a woman into a man. So now look at what we're dealing with right now. Yeah, this is the this is the the power, the principality that bends gender, destroys gender, merges gender, confuses gender. And the thing is, this is also the same principality that is of the sexual revolution. So this couldn't come at the beginning. It's too radical. But once this spirit gets in our culture, once marriage starts weakening, once the sexual revolution goes full blast, then we get to the deeper stage. And that's where we are right now. That's why we're dealing with it. This is the issue. Again, all over the culture, it is to bend, destroy, to basically engender. And that's exactly what she did in ancient times. As part of paganism, it's back. So it is, you know, what's crazy, uh, Jonathan, is I can't thank you enough for doing all of this research and writing this book. Because I've known pieces of this, and I just haven't had time to put it all together like you have. Um, And when you, once you start to see it, you, if you believe in God, you, you can't really dismiss it because you can't. There's no way to logically explain how we've gone in five years to from a country that said, no, that's a dude in a dress and it's fine. It's a dude in a dress to uh, that's absolutely a woman. And how dare you say anything different? He can get pregnant and he can have a period. <laughs> what? Yeah, th- th- it's not rational. And not that, rational even, at all. Even even people who are not believers are saying it's not rational. And the thing is that it is, but it exactly makes sense. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. You Correct. Know? And and the you know the God is basically it says she grinds away the masculinity of men. And and so the first thing is that it's not just in the sexual realm; it's in every realm. We have the spirit in the culture which basically hates masculinity, hates men. You know, everything that is of man is toxic. Fatherhood is you know out. This is the principality that took basically divorces men from fatherhood men from marriage men from manhood men from women and at the same time it says that you know that she also takes women away from men and masculinizes or defeminizes women and actually this this principality this goddess was a technically female with male attributes and so this whole thing this spirit is in our culture and now we're kind of seeing the tail end of it the other thing is that you mentioned something you know one of the the ancient inscriptions says that she dresses men as women. She dresses a woman as a man. So she had an ancient priesthood, and the priest basically was men who walked around her temple dressed up as women, basically acting like women. And they would, listen, this is a public temple. They would bring children to the men who were dressed in drag, basically. So when you see this now, oh you see this it is, you know, we don't even know what we're doing. They don't even know what they're doing, but it is exactly repeating 
playing the priesthood of this goddess. And to go even further, we said, you know, we were talking last yesterday that, you know, Jesus gave the warning. He said, when these spirits come back, they come back worse. Well, back then, she basically possessed her priesthood. Now she's seeking to possess an entire generation of children. She is seeking to confuse them. She is seeking, you know, where once they were led in the Lord's Prayer in school, they are now led to transition into the other sexuality. And speaking of that, you know, it says you turn a man into a woman. Some of her priests were literally surgically transitioned. And so it comes from that. They actually, there's actually an inscription, I put it in the Return of the Gods, where it says they dance, the transition men dance before her, carrying scalpels, celebrating their transition. So now we're watching parents, you know, and, and teachers transitioning children, and, you know, even, even again, even liberals, non-believers are saying, what would possess a, an adult to do that? Well, this would possess them. I have to tell you, Jonathan, I, I should sit down with you and, and share something because you would have the time to look at this. I, I talked to a, the, a guy who was a, a professor at Cambridge, and he had his doctorate of ideas. I had never even heard of that. I thought it was the greatest. He takes things that seemingly are not connected, and he shows the connection from all of these things. And that I've always felt like that's kind of what I'm good at. And I told him, look, I think I can take the story of the Holocaust, I can tell you where the next one is going to originate from, and I can track it all the way back to Abraham. And he said, no way you can do that. And I spent 90 minutes with him explaining. He said, you should get your doctorate of ideas just based on that. Um, I'd love to sit down some point, just talk to you privately about it, because the, the secret to that is each time it comes back, and the same is here. Each time it comes back, the people are convinced that it's just their culture. It's reasonable for some reason or another up until the very end. Um, and it's just the right thing to do. They don't know the history. And so they dismiss this as a force of evil that thinks it's got it right this time. Yeah, this we have a short memory, you know. I mean, and and that's understandable, you know, because we don't we don't think in thousands of years, and we don't see this unless you're looking. And and the problem is because you don't, if you don't see it, you just kind of go along, and here's the next step, and the next step, uh, things you never would have accepted just a few years ago. Example, you know that that you know one of the things that this goddess did, or this transforming uh, enchantress, what she did is she actually she was the goddess of parades. She had she it says I looked at the ancient inscriptions. She calls men to parade as women through the city streets, women to parade as men through the city streets, um, the, the great color and licentiousness, well, it's back. And actually, the thing that ended it was actually the gospel. You know, and we don't realize this. And then the other thing is that she took possession of one month in the year. This, this, is, this is paganism. One month of the year. What month? I looked at the writings of St. Jerome, because it was still happening then, and he identifies it in Latin as the month of Iunium, or the month of June. June was the month of this goddess. She took possession. She's the goddess of pride. And so it's the pride month. And we don't even realize that this is oh my when you take gosh. God out. This is what comes back. Oh my gosh. It's so amazing. You have to yeah. read this book. It's called The Return of the Gods by Jonathan Kahn. It'll blow you away. Um, we're going to continue here in a minute. Just give me 60 seconds back with Jonathan Kahn. By the way, you can grab this book, The uh, Return of the Gods, anywhere books are sold. Uh, or you can uh, also go to his uh, website, which I believe is books by, yeah, booksbyjonathancon.com. 
booksbyjonathancon.com. All right. Jason wrote in about his dog experience with uh, Rough Greens. He says, I have a nine-year-old Great Dane with a thyroid problem. She can't take her medicine because it makes her throw up constantly. Before I tried Rough Greens, she slept 23 hours a day. I can't tell you the difference. She's more active than she's, she's been forever. She jumped up on my shoulders twice in the last week. She hasn't been able to do that in years. Thank you. Jason, thank you for listening and just trying it. it. It'll change the life of your dog. At least it has mine. Apparently, it has yours, too. Naturopathic Donis, uh, Dennis Black, he is a doctor, a naturopathic doctor. He invented uh, the really the solution of getting the right nutrients and probiotics to your dog in their dry kibble food and it's rough greens you sprinkle it on the food roughgreens.com get your first bag free rough greens r-u-f-f greens.com slash beck or call 833-g-l-e-n-n-33 833-glen-33 or roughgreens.com slash beck 10 seconds station id So, uh, Jonathan, we've got now about eight minutes, and I want to make sure that we get to the things that you think are important. Um, yeah, I, I will yeah. tell you, I think it's fascinating because we—I remember talking about it on the air when they took the uh, the doorway from Iraq of I think it was the mm. Temple of of Baal, yep, was it? Yeah, yeah. And uh, they took that doorway and they put it in New York and Washington. And I remember, like, that's a portal. Don't don't do that. Don't. Why would we do that? Yeah. Um, and, yeah. uh, did that play a role in this? Yeah, I actually, I actually was there, Glenn. You know, I, when they did that, I wanted to witness this. We actually filmed it. They had this whole ceremony in New York City. I mean, they played music of Bale. The leaders of New York City Jeez. were there. And, and it was exactly it. It's a portal. And the thing is that Baal, or the, that, that principality, is the one that opens the door. It's the first one. And notice something else. You know, when the other time when it appeared in, in Washington, it appeared during the hearings over the Supreme Court Kavanaugh, you know, as, and the whole thing was over abortion. Which is linked to bail as well, right. and so it appears right outside the Capitol building. So ab- absolutely, and it keeps going. And in fact, speaking of the Supreme Court, you know, the there were, you know, I said there's there was one time of the year particularly linked to this goddess, and it was June, and it was, and particularly the last days of June, which is the time of the summer solstice, and it's the days of the goddess. Well, there were three major decisions of the Supreme Court. I mean, if you can believe that, this actually affects the Supreme Court. Three major decisions from 2013 to. 2015, which basically changed gender and changed marriage at the end. We all remember the last mm-hmm. one. The two, and Well, the first one, 2003, took place last days of June, days of the goddess, June 26. The second one, 10 years later, took took place last days of June, days of the goddess, June 26, same day. The, the, when the marriage was struck down, as we know it, it would, took place same time, same exact day, and that date is linked to the mystery of the goddess. And when, if you remember, when, you know, the President Obama lit up the White House as a yeah. rainbow, which, and by the way, I didn't even share this, but the ancient goddess was linked to the rainbow. That was linked to her sign. There's a dark secret about the rainbow that I put in the book that is linked to how she basically wages war. So that's why this whole thing has taken over everything. And the thing is that, so they lit up the White House, and that day on the Hebrew calendar, or the Bible, or the Babylonian calendar, is the 10th of Tammuz. Now, I looked in the ancient records, and it said this. That day, the 10th of Tammuz, is appointed to cast a spell 
to basically alter sexuality, cause a man to love a man. That's the day the Supreme Court did what it did to marriage. Amazing. So this affects everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. Okay. You, we're in this. So, we're, as you said, we're warring not against flesh and blood. We are all in this, and we need to know what we're dealing with so we can overcome. So I have asked the audience all week to fast and pray with me for our nation yep. and to break this evil that is around our, our necks. Um, and if, by the way, if you haven't started yet, doesn't, it's not too late to start. You can just start it right now. Um, but, but, but what do we do? What, what do you recommend? How do, how do we, can you reverse this, uh, at this point without just massive upheaval? What, what, what do we do? Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, well, one thing, you know, and, and the last part of the book, and there's, of course, much more, but the last part of the book is about the hope, and, it's, and I call it the other God, because we do, if we have God, we still get to remember we have a greater power. And, and the thing is, a few things about it. One is that, that you know, if I look at the culture, I, I don't, wouldn't see much hope, but we've got to remember, you know, that, first of all, when these principalities have come back, they've come back with a vengeance, they've come back with a target, they're actually, you know, they were cast out by Christians first, you know, so there's a target against Christians. Christians, number one, and conservatives because they stand in the way and they seek total domination. But the thing is that that you know we got to remember we you know we're not the first ones to deal with this. You know you know Moses dealt with it. You know he dealt with the gods of Egypt. Elijah dealt with the gods of Canaan. Paul dealt with the gods of Rome. This is actually the rule more than the exception. So the thing is we have a power. The first thing is if there's anything in in your I'm talking about the people who are listening in your life that is linked to this, whether it's pornography, whether it's whatever, something that you're putting ahead of God that you got to get out of your life, number one. Number two, that we have to remember we have a power that is so much greater. The name of Jesus, or Yeshua, is actually the name that casts these things out of the entire civilization of Rome. We've got that power, but we cannot be timid, because one of the things that these things do is they seek to cancel any opposition, to silence and intimidate every yeah, opposition. I, I was just going to ask you, because we had... Uh... Uh, the swimmer, what was her name? Um, that yeah, was just, Leah or something. No, not Leah, the, the other Thompson one. Riley Gaines. Yeah, Riley Gaines was just given a speech in San Francisco, and this trans mob attacked her. Uh, oh, and yeah. uh, And it, was this part of these gods where it just gets yeah. ugly and brutal and... Violent? Yes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, look what happened when Baal got into the culture of Israel. You had the days of Ahabel, Ahab and Jezebel, and they actually actually hunted down believers. I'm, I'm going to share something I never shared, you know, but, but you know, we just had this shooting, you know, at, at yeah. Nashville, you know, and it was Christian, Christian school, you know, and it was a transgender person and who, you know, the whole thing. Well, the thing is that, one, is that, is that you know, the, one of the numbers of the enemy, we all know this, is 666. Well, how many people were killed? Six. The, the three, the adults, their ages were basically 60, 61, 60. 666. The children, their ages were 999. That, turn it around, that's 666. That, this was a possessed person. You know, in fact, the name of the person, the last name was Hale, Audrey Hale. Hale means someone who dwells in the hollows. That's what, in the Bible, it speaks about the demoniac in this. So the point is, we're in a spiritual war. But I want to say something of, of hope. Somebody, when I was writing the, the Return of the Gods, somebody tells me, this word is going to be linked to the breaking of altars. The breaking of well, the day I finished the book, it was June twenty fourth. That day, the Supreme Court struck down Roe versus Wade. That is the biggest altar we have. It's the beginning of that. So there is hope, you know. And we got to remember, if we're people of God, there is hope. But we have to stand. This is not the time to 
be silent or to be intimidated. This is a time to be like the apostles. You know, this is going to be the greatest time for those who stand for God. You know, you know, the, the, when the dark gets darker, the lights have to get brighter. And I totally agree with you. I'm so glad you called for prayer and fasting because Jesus said these things come out by prayer and fasting. Yes. We're not praying for one person. We're praying for an entire civilization. And, you know, uh, it is, uh, it's, it's interesting to me that if we are on God's side, that does not lead to violence. I mean, look at right. look at all of the apostles and how they died. Uh, I mean, and that changes the world. Um, and yeah. you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. But the way to change evil, we cannot fight evil with evil. You don't, yes. you don't uh, conquer hate with hate. It's got to be love. And somehow or another, we have all of us got to find compassion uh, and love. For the people who are caught in this trap right now, they're our yeah, friends we, and our families. Yeah, yeah, we're we're all we're all dealing with it, and everybody who's listening has people in their life who are totally in it. And we got to remember, we're all in the same boat. You know, it's not like a, it's not like there's a war on of them. We're in the same boat. These things are against everyone. Remember, they, last yesterday we were speaking about what their what their name is. It, in Hebrew, it's the Shadim. They destroy. They destroy the people who are involved in it. You know, yeah. I'm praying with the, the book that people don't just get it for themselves, but get it for the people in their life. Yeah. That's what, and, it, and you're totally right, Glenn. Here we are on Good Friday. You know, we're talking about this, and it's a power of love. We got a greater power, but we have to stand in that power. Jonathan Kahn, the name of the book is The Return of the Gods. I can't recommend it highly enough. Uh, this, I think, is uh, the answer of what we're experiencing right now that you just can't explain. Pick it up wherever books are sold. The Return of the Gods, also available at booksbyjonathancahn.com. Thanks, Jonathan. The Glenn Beck Program. Listen, if bacon is important to you, and it is to me, Okay, let me tell you about Good Ranchers. Three reasons that I subscribe to Good Ranchers. The first and most important is, yeah, bacon. They get, I get free bacon for a year, $240 uh, value. Uh, you know, I should be able to stop the fatness, but I can't. I love bacon and bacon in every box. GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code BECK. Subscribe, uh, you know, to get the bacon. Second reason. When you subscribe to Good Ranchers, you lock in your price. You're not going to be able to go to the meat counter at your grocery store and say, hey, if I buy my meat from you, will you not raise my price? No. That's what Good Ranchers will do. Lock in your price now. Trust me. You need to do that with everything in your life. Good Ranchers also, all of the meat is the top high quality meat, all from American ranchers. So chicken, fish, beef, whatever it is, GoodRanchers.com. Save 20 bucks off your box by using the promo code BECK. GoodRanchers.com, promo code BECK. GoodRanchers.com. And head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. New code here. Stand up. You'll save 20 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. I think Easter is, I think it is the most important holiday. Jeez, I just feel like Taylor Swift. I was at 
Uh, it was uh, I was in a small group of people. It was the Times or not the Times. Uh, Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential People. And Taylor Swift was standing on stage. There was only like 100 of us in the room. And she's singing. Elton John is in the front row. Bill Clinton is sitting right next to him. And she said, she stops singing a song. She's like, you know, I have this theory that love songs are really just poetry set to music. Mm. And that's That's the deepest thing she ever thought. Deep. That's deep. That's honestly compared to some of her lyrics, yeah, really impressive. So I, I kind of felt like Taylor Swift when I said, you know, I think that Easter is really important. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it. Thanks for the brain dump. Uh, so anyway, uh, but it is, you know, I've often talked about the trilogy of of holidays, Thanksgiving. That if we humble ourselves, we're on our knees just at the right level to see the baby Jesus in the crib. And then New Year's is a chance to start all over because that's what Jesus brought to us. But the day to really start all over really began today, you know, in ancient times. And the resurrection of Christ. I don't, I don't know if, do we, I mean, do we believe in this? I do. This is the victory of the soul over death. And a lot of people don't even believe in the soul. But it is the, the existence and the progression of the individual personality beyond the grave. And I think, uh, I think it's so, so clear we all have a soul if you have children, and especially if you have many children, because they all come out completely different. You're like, where is that coming from? The first thing that the Lord said to his disciples when they saw him was, peace be unto you. Then he showed him his hands and his side. And what did he say? Peace be unto you. Before his crucifixion at the Last Supper, he's washing the feet of the guy he knows was going to turn him in. These words I have spoken to you that in me you might have peace. I think his message is kind of clear. So now Easter morning, this time around, we see a world that is not at peace but in turmoil. And I don't mean just wars and rumors of wars. I mean the peace in our own home and in our own selves We see and live turmoil every day, and it's all man-made. We all know it doesn't have to be like this. What what, what happened? Why is it like this? It's all man-made chaos. But you have light, and if you actually use that light, you'll see past the darkness. There's no reason to fear what comes next. None. Don't let fear rule you. Don't. If you give in to the fear, that means we're putting our trust in men more than God. And every time that happens, every time we say, follow God, it's good. Every time we say, follow man, 
Follow the science. Really bad things happen. We cannot lose our strength. Let it dissipate because of fear. A timid, fearing people can't do the work that's ahead. And you, believe it or not, you may not think so, but I'm telling you it's true. You were born for this time. You are where you are for a reason. And you might think, no, you don't know me. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. If you think you were, you've done worse than I have in my life, if you think you are a bigger loser than I have been in my life, come on, come on. I am the champion of losers. But I stopped believing because I had to. I stopped believing the lie that my life is just wasted or I don't know why I'm here or there's no reason for me. It'd be better off without me, etc. And I just realized if I want to live, I better turn myself over and let him make all of the decisions. And I didn't do it because I I didn't do it because I wanted to. I did it because I had to. There was no other choice. Are you feeling like maybe there's no other choice in our country? Uh, are all the options being eliminated? Do you trust anything? Because I don't. I trust one thing. God. I asked you this week if you would join me, and many in the audience have gathered me or have gathered around today uh, with me in a moment of humility and fasting. To ask God for his help. We need, honestly, if we get what we deserve, oh my gosh. I'll take what we deserve. If it will humble us to be able to go back onto his team. But I don't want that to happen. We have to ask God, A, forgive us. Help our nation and help us help free the world again. And not by armies or anything else, but by love. It was 1863 that Abraham Lincoln set the 6th of September apart. It was a day of fasting and of prayer. He said, I do with this, I do this with the hope that the people of our nation will assemble in their various places of worship and in their homes, that they will go down on their knees around their own hearthstones and appeal to our Heavenly Father for our now war torn country to be restored to its former condition of happiness and peace. I don't want to restore us to our former condition. I want us to find a way to a much brighter future where more people are living in peace and harmony and more people are free and more people have the ability to control their own lives and be happy and healthy. He continued, our nation has had a growth and development the like of which no other nation has ever known in the history of the world. But the difficulty with us is we have forgotten God. That's where we are, gang. The motto of our country is in God we trust, but I don't think so. Our, our, our government is certainly not operating that way. 
And I'm not sure we operate that way. Some do. Thank God millions do. Do we trust in God or not? Answer that question this Easter weekend, because it will, it will lighten your load and lift your mood. And many times, my wife and I will be talking about, just, you don't know what it's like living with me. Before, before I say it to you, I usually say it to her, and she's like, do I have to listen to her? The one thing that we have we've embraced now is this saying, huh, well, I'm interested to see how that's going to work out. Because nothing I can do about it. It's other people's choices. So I'm interested to see how that works out for my kids, for my country. Hmm. That's not the way I would go, but I'm interested to see how that works out. And it gives us the peace of mind that we're not in control, uh, but we are in control of our own choices. And I know We'll be happy. I could be. No, no, no. I can say this. I hope, I pray that I could be the guy in the concentration camp that's happy. I don't know how they do that, except they believe in God. And so they know everything is his will. It's, it's all going to work out. That's my goal. I want to I be that guy someday. Come together with your family. Come together with friends frequently and pray and plan and work for the nation and the world you want to live in not against work for something our world is in upheaval it's it's a day of destruction look past the smoke look up there must be trust and faith in our hearts hope must walk with us side by side. We have to remember charity and peace and kindness. I've got so much to work on. Luckily, I'm not alone. Today, as we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, there is a cloud of spiritual heaviness hanging over the world. Just like there was darkness that afternoon in the time of the crucifixion. The battle against this mad orgy will create a spiritual resurrection. We will rise together with one another in a newness of life. Love your enemy. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. Pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. You need to be the child of your father who is in heaven watching us all. It is our destiny to lead men from good to e from evil to good. It is our destiny to boldly pro proclaim everlasting truth. It is our destiny to prepare without fear. It is our destiny and your destiny to accept our mission at this time in our world's history with faith and the courage that is born of faith. I pray for you and our country today. May the protection of all of heaven be about us. May the Lord qualify us for the heavy duties that lie ahead. 
Long may our land be bright with freedom's holy light. Protect us by thy might, great God, our King. Happy Easter. Your home is going to look a lot better once you've gotten new window treatments from Blinds.com. You could take my word for it because I've used them several times, but I recommend you check them out for yourself. Just go to their website and look at the amazing selection and prices. Right now, 40% off selected products at Blinds.com. Blinds.com has been in the business since the 1990s when nobody was doing anything with the Internet. Uh, You know, it took you like 45 minutes to download a picture. Can you imagine selling draperies online with just the green monochrome screen? That must have been easy. Well, they made it easy in those days. So, you know, they've got this system down. Uh, You want it installed? You just click installation at checkout. One price, no matter. I mean, I suggest if you're a hotel and you're going to put new curtains in, do this. Click installation. One price for all of the windows. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll be sorry they ever saw you coming. Anyway, um, you can also have uh, a design expert to help you for free. Best thing is they've covered over 25 million windows and counting. They have 100% satisfaction guarantee. No guesswork, no hassle, no multiple trips to the store. Shopblinds.com now. Save 40% off selected products. 40% off selected products now at blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Can you stop? Would you stop, please? Oh, it's, it, they've got a lot of options. It's oh. just what I'm saying. Are you fasting? Because I know you didn't eat. Are you fasting or are you just right. torturing yeah. yourself or me by reading the new, uh, the new oh. Burger King melt? Well, I saw, I saw a commercial. I thought it was, I mean, yeah. they went through all the trouble to make it. I thought I should <laughs> check it out. Right. Okay. You know, they've got multiple melts. So let me ask you something. When you fast, we're fasting from food, right? Right. Okay. Now, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be one of those guys who's all technical. You know what I mean? Right, because that's not the spirit of this. Right. But is McDonald's considered food? <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. It's, clo- it's pretty close to food if it's not exactly food. Okay, is there anything that's further away from food I, than what, McDonald's? <laughs> what, I mean, what about a milkshake? No, that's food. No, that's a... Tr- that's a drink. It's clearly a drink. It My come, gosh, you know you sound like... Does it come through a straw? Do you, yes. Do you know, food and drink, fasting food and drink. You know who you sound like? Me. When I say to my wife, you go ahead, have that cinnamon roll. I'm having a piece of pie. Fruit. It's got, you know, flour in it, like your little, you know, roll or whatever you're eating. <laughs> flour? What, what does flour have to, have to do with... I mean, flour is at every Flowers, meal. Well... Yeah, but she's like, it's pie. So? No, you just with pie. The obvious loophole there is just a Danish. Correct. You just go with a Danish. You get this. Well, no, you get I don't want the loophole. That's not, that's a downgraded piece of pie. Mm. That's all Danish is. I feel I guilty the- about having pie. Have pie. Have pie. And what? I'm going to put a scoop of ice cream on it in the morning. So I'm having a glass of milk. 
Yeah, milk, though, is blatantly a beverage. And a milkshake is just a beverage that has been shook. <laughs> Therefore, now, that is absolutely I think there allowed were these kinds of people back in the times of Jesus, <laughs> uh, but I don't remember exactly. I'm a little, I'm a little hazy because I'm fasting. So uh, maybe we're doing something that's not quite right. Well, many years ago, Burger King introduced yeah. uh, a, a new kind of straw called the pipe. And it was a very thick... Like it was a big opening, so you could yeah. suck up like entire Oreos up up the pipe. I mean, <laughs> that if, does if you not put sound good. Oh. <laughs> does, no, I mean it sounds delicious. Okay. but the way you said that okay. does not sound. <laughs> my <good. laughs> my point here is that anything you can put in the milkshake is also not food. So you can put cookies, cake pieces, uh, fruits, whatever you want Steak. in there. Steak, a steak shake, steak and shake. Steak, you can have steak and shake today, a hundred percent on a fast. Happy Easter program. <laughs>